Welcome to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once-in-a-lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, now tell me what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. Do you see that? We're exploring some of the best places to sit back and take in the magic of Walt Disney World. But first, travel news, including Main Street Electrical Parade is back, again, sleeping in sewer pipes in Germany, and cruising around the world, all the way around. Pull up a bench and enjoy the view. It's time to hit the trail with the Gold Key Adventurer Society. Welcome back to another meeting of the Gold Key Adventurer Society. My name is Dan Leonard, and joining me this week in the studio is Jess Evans. Hello. Heather Strait. Hey, y'all. And Mr. Jorf Willemess. Yes, he put a good Our show, as always, is brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the world. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details and a no-obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime. Guys, y'all are back. Did you say theme parks cruising? Theme parks. Theme parks, comma, comma cruising. cruising. That's what I specialize in. And destinations around the world. I cruise through I the theme, the theme park. oh, parks. Cruising I for peen. He was making yeah. a joke. You were doing a different kind of cruising. Yes. Hello. Yes, we are with back. Your hang- with, your, with your colorful hanky in your back pocket. How long has it been? <laughs> it's been a long time. It has been. It feels like it, at least. It's been awfully quiet here in the studio the past week. I've prof- oh, been yeah. a professional conference goer for the last several weeks. <laughs> and for weeks to come. That's correct. It feels like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, just two more to go. Uh, I know. Yeah, two more big ones to go and then another small meeting. Do you have another conference, Living too? Living the dream. Living the dream, you guys. Well, I've had plenty of time to just kind of sit and appreciate the magic of Walt Disney World, or at least mm-hmm. imagine that I'm there and taking it all in. More on that later, but we've got a little bit of news to get out of the way first. He said guess. moron. <laughs> <laughs> it was that. Uh, I can't think of the word right now. Uh, let's get started with some exciting fan favorites returning to Disneyland, starting with uh, the, the good old Main Street Electrical Parade. Ooh. They thought they oh. killed it, but they just can't keep it down. They just apparently, cannot yeah, they're stop dusting off that. the old Christmas lights and saying, "All right, what do we got that's cheap to run? Um, let's mm-hmm. pull out <laughs> Main Street Electrical Parade and bring it back to Disneyland." So, yeah, there was a video they released on social media, and uh, it showed that snail running around a warehouse and then loading it up on a truck. And they'll say, "They said basically to be continued Ship with it to no, Anaheim. yeah, no, no exact date given, but." I missed this story until this moment. Why can we not bring back Paint the Night instead of that? Or a poke in the eye with a sharp stick would be better (laughs) than this parade. (laughs) Yeah. I I, I mean, all joking aside, I do believe that they're bringing this one back because it's cheaper to run and easier to run. Probably, you know, 
Yeah. Actually, at this point, probably not. It's a lot harder to find those old C, one of those C9 or C7 <laughs> yeah. Christmas light bulbs than it, than it would be to find the... You know where they got them all? They took down the Osborne lights. Oh, yeah. They got a warehouse full of that crap. All the right. ones they didn't sell on pins they put in there. Yeah. Ship all that out to Anna. Yep. <laughs> we'll keep this thing running forever, which personally I'm fine with. I I am I am firmly established as the opposition party here. I love the mainstream election. Dan loves the Main Street X uh, uh, whatever that thing is called. The Main Street I Electrical love- Parade and that crap that runs on the water. Yeah, it's the land version of that water I'm parade sorry. that I absolutely hate. So. Burp, burp, burp. We just, I like them both, actually. The Main like Street them. Electoral Parade, though, just felt like going backwards when you'd seen paint, paint the Night, the night and then yeah. they came out yeah. with that thing with just chicken wire and duct tape. Yes. And, yeah. I do fair. like it, too, though. And we watched the, the water pageant a little bit last week and the fancy new 50th section. Pretty, and it didn't ruin it. So you'll you'll approve. Good. Yeah. I just love, I love the music so much. It's good. <laughs> I think. Well, they've changed so, the music completely now. It's all Selena Gomez songs. Yes. <sighs> it's all high school musical. <laughs> uh, well, so that's all. So that's all the details we have on it then. Just yeah. to be continued. Yeah, no yes, days. Not even a year. So they're like, oh, you know, to be continued into 2023, probably. Who knows? Is there confirmation that it's coming back to Disneyland or are they shipping it back to? Yeah, I think it had Disneyland tagged in it. I I can't remember exactly. Okay. We're never going to have a nighttime parade at Disney World again. At one point before the pandemic started, there was rumors that it was coming back for one last trip around the world. The world and that uh, would be the end I because it. it wouldn't survive another cross-country trip back to Anaheim. But doesn't it seem like they could recreate that. I mean, they act like it's dead forever, but it's literally just chicken wire. Isn't that what happened with Spectromagic? They left the floats to sit yeah, outside it was out, and out to rot it away. <laughs> yeah. But oh well. Well, something else that the Disneyland fans can quit crying about is apparently those trams are coming back. Yeah. Well, we have a tiny bit of details on that. Finally, the uh, Disneylanders won't have to take the trail of ears anymore out to the, to the parks. (laughs) TM. Have you been working on that all day long? (laughs) No, just in the like five minutes while I was waiting for us to start recording, but you know, Um, yeah. So the parking trams are returning and early 2020, excuse me 2022 (laughs) um but no exact date on that one either so who knows what's going to happen with that but i'm glad they they have announced it because they've been getting a lot of uh complaints publicly yes about because that's like about a mile i I haven't heard anyone complain about the ones at disney world yeah no the disney world ones (laughs) certainly don't get any complaints (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's no word on the disney world ones so they just said for disneyland That does not make me think it's coming anytime soon. It doesn't, does it? (laughs) No. That is a really big parking lot. Yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. you can be trekking for a long way in that Magic Kingdom parking lot. Maybe they should just charge $5 a a person for it. Well, yeah, because at this point, it's got to... It's got to be a cost-cutting thing because you're sitting just as close to to guests in in a bus or on one of those... No, there are no social distancing problems. It's all... They can't hire people. I also heard rumors that the parking trams themselves have been sitting for too long. And so they're having issues. Oh, yeah. Getting those that would make sense. Big, mm. nasty gas guzzlers. If only up and a running. company of that size could afford to buy six little trams. 
<laughs> switch to electric. Or, switch to electric. Or a, or a few bottles of Stabil to put in yeah. the fuel tank before they shut them down. Yeah. I mean, the, the airport's got these little carts all over the place. <laughs> well, that's what they need is the stair car taking people to the. Oh, yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> And put a little fireman pole at the top, and you have to charge. All right, so down. here's something I think of every I don't know every few years. What is the word tram? Is it short for something? Transportation. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. I'm surprised you don't know that. It's Latin. All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, now we're going to have five minutes of silence while I Google. <laughs> right. <laughs> Better yet, Heather, how about you tell us about an exciting form of transportation all around the world. <laughs> so would you be willing to stay on a cruise ship for almost an entire year? Mm, wow. Yeah. No Depend one. on the cruise no ship. Yeah. It's the Royal Caribbean Splendor of Seas and they are launching the ultimate world cruise and it will be a 274 night journey all over the world and it will also cost you tens of thousands of dollars. This thing starts at $84,000 per person for an inside stateroom. So the whole year you don't have a window. That is correct. <laughs> no, no, the no, ultimate no. world cruise will leave I from Miami. My mind. Yeah, it leaves from Miami, Florida on December 10th, 2023 and returns back to Miami on September 10th, 2024. Jeez. It's crazy. It's going to visit all seven continents. It, they'll have port calls at 150 destinations in 65 countries. It's mm. crazy. I mean, it's kind of cool. Um, I guess if you're retired and have plenty of money and yeah, it a it high tolerance for salt. <laughs> <laughs> it will include business class airfare to and from Miami, a pre-cruise hotel and a gala before the cruise to celebrate the fact that you're all about to get on a cruise ship for a year, all of your beverages, all of your gratuities, the Voom internet, which they have a great internet on Royal Caribbean. I mean, you could legit work from their ship <laughs> and it includes laundry service because you're going to be on the ship for a oh, year. Yeah, you need a hell of a suitcase. Yeah. <laughs> also, you need clothes for every season at that point. Seriously. Yeah. Like the way you'd be traveling, and that's crazy. I don't yeah. know where you'd keep all those clothes in those little staterooms. You probably like ship them home and pick up a package at port. Uh, they yeah. have a little yeah. boat that they trail behind it, and you just put your clothes <laughs> yeah, It's a little U haul boat. Yeah. This, <laughs> I mean, too- the places it's going, though, it's just incredible. It's visiting Antarctica, it's going to. Fiji, Tahiti, Machu Picchu. Um, Ooh, I want to take you. Yeah. <laughs> it's the first part of the trip is called Round the Horn because it goes around the Cape Cape Horn. It's just crazy. It looks amazing. And I mean, I want to see so many of these places, but I just don't know if I could live on a ship for a year. Not, not mm. certainly not in an inside stateroom. If I could afford a balcony cabin, a balcony cabin, I might do it. You'd be eating the same kinds yeah, of food from the same true. four restaurants for a year yeah Ugh, and i mean for... the packing because they're gonna go to the glaciers in alaska and 
Fiji and Tahiti and Japan. And you have to bring all of your clothes, really. <laughs> also, like, this doesn't include excursions, right? All of that stuff is included in the price. You don't, oh, okay. you're not paying anything extra on this thing. So it's all the places that you go, the, there will be things that you can do. You can go to the, to the pyramids in Giza and see the Temple of Artemis in Ephesus. So they're, they're making their way through the Mediterranean. I mean, it's just, it's off the hook. It's, it's really kind of, crazy. yeah. I guess um, and you know, how, the, the biggest part of your expense really is going to be what, what kind of stateroom you have. If I could afford a balcony stateroom, I might do it. I certainly wouldn't do it with an inside stateroom. Heck I don't no. get that at all. Oh. <laughs> I don't do a four day with right. Yeah, no, I can't. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you only plan to be in your stateroom to sleep, but when you're talking about being on that ship all for a year, you're going to want to get away from the other people. And an inside stateroom would make me want to tear my hair out. Just no. Yeah. Well, the upside to being on a ship is when you, if you need to get away from your spouse or family, you just like deuces and there's easy to go get lost. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. More so than in a house. That's yeah, true. that's true. They always find me in the backyard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you need a better hiding spot. It's true. That tree isn't working for me. Well, it's it's booking right now, and I actually know in someone. There making cookies. <laughs> it's booking right now, and I know someone who's doing it. So wow, give us a really? call if you want to. If you want to, yeah. One of our travel advisors has booked it for herself. <laughs> Yeah. Alone. Alone. Yeah. Spending a year on a cruise ship. Do your thing. Wow. All right. Yeah. That's some live, laugh, love. And that's one way to get, get away your from your family. Kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I can see it, you know, for certain, for, for people of a certain age who are likely like hopping off a cruise ship to go refill their prescription and, clean their laundry and then going back to and then the getting back on port Canaveral yeah. to get back on the next cruise ship. Like, you know, it's a little bit more convenient. You just have to make one booking instead. Yeah. Of and Hey, if you want to, if you want to check everything off your bucket list in one year, that's the yeah. way to do it. I hadn't thought about that prescription medicines. What? Hey, I'm sure that, that there's, they, sure they've that thought of all that stuff. Yeah. Shipped in or something. Yep. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. There's probably some system that's kind of like, it's kind of like when you're hiking the Appalachian Trail and you set up drops at the post offices along the way where you can go and pick up your food and prescriptions. And You act like I have the first clue about hiking (laughs) the Appalachian Trail. He's like, is this next to the Conway Bridge? I don't know. (laughs) That's how how they do it when they they hike straight through the whole length is they. Mm. Yeah. So I'm sure that you probably set up something like that. And for like. When you go to Alaska and Antarctica, I'm sure that they probably provide the cold weather gear. You're not like in charge. Of yeah, that's true. Packing in your your expedition, parka and yeah. stuff. Yeah, your crampons. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you need those every 28 days, right? <laughs> that's not what I was referring to. Really, man, you gonna bring the show down this week? You're gonna be the one. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to. Goodness. You hadn't yet. <laughs> You're being a silly. Yeah. Well, Those are for people who like hiking and walking around on snowpacked glaciers. Oh, yeah. Those things. I don't. Well, I guess in no. like two years and nine months, we'll have to uh, see if we can find out what that experience is. Yeah, like. absolutely. Yeah. 
Well, I wanted to bring back something we haven't talked about in quite some time. Sexy. <laughs> you. That's, I mean, that's my day to day, right? I mean, no, I was talking about weird hotels, guys. <laughs> We've covered some doozies in the past, like, uh, like staying in the Wienermobile or that giant Beagle hotel. Um, I was just crane. listening. Yeah, the crane. Or I was just listening back to an old episode today, and we talked about how you could stay inside a potato, and you had to go to the silo to use the bathroom. Uh, so I think I've blocked that one from my memory. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. You were you were quite tickled by it at the time. We had lots of funny jokes about the potato hotel. Um, but I've I've got two offerings for you, and the first one. It's a real short one because these are tiny little hotel rooms. It's kind of like it's kind of like those capsule hotels that they have in Japan, where you just get like basically mm-hmm. a shelf to lie in. Right. Uh, this is this is called Das Park Hotel. Das Park, and it <laughs> it is in Austria, and it is in the middle of, as the name suggests, a park. And have you ever seen? I work right by a place that does precast cement like pipes and stuff. And they have giant stacks of all these very large sewer pipes that are Mm -hmm. about 10 feet tall and in sections that are about 15, 20 feet long. Well, these entrepreneurs got a handful of those and shoved them out in the middle of a field and put a bed in them and a door on one end and called it a hotel. Hold up. Just one end. Well, there's a wall on one end and a door on the other. (laughs) Um, they built kind of a platform bed. So you have room to shove your bags underneath your bed and there's a single light. Looks like there's a a safe on the door. Maybe. Oh no, that's just a lock. Yeah. It's like a key. (laughs) It's a keypad lock. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And, and apparently it's, it's technically free. It's a pay what you like to stay at the hotel. Oh, I don't want to pay anything to stay at these. (laughs) Interesting. I would love to not be involved. It looks rather bleak. Um, apparently, it's at a park that hosts a lot of music festivals. Uh, so this is the most German prison I've ever seen. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. hotel, German hotel I've ever seen. Yeah, uh, my favorite part is says you got to bring your own toiletries so that you can use the toilet at the gas station across the street. Mm. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, are they okay so. with that at the at the Wawa? I mean, like, has anybody okay. checked with them first? It's a buggies. They must have some sort of agreement. Um, so, yeah, if, next time you are headed for a uh, a, a music festival in uh, in Austria, check out Das Park in Hotel. A, sleep in a pipe in a field. <laughs> yeah. Bottrop, Germany. Sorry, it was Germany, not Austria. I don't but know where Rob. I got Austria from. Well... Speaking of Germany, I've got another hotel for you. It is the V8 Hotel. The mm. Flows V8 Hotel. It's, uh, uh, similar. Be. It's 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 located in Stuttgart, Stuttgart, Stuttgart. Germany, which is a international hub for car dealers. Now this and, uh, looks cool. Yes, this is a Volkswagen themed hotel, and each of the rooms has a different theme. So there's like this first picture is a car wash room. Where you sleep in a, that looks like it's actually a, is that a Mercedes it uh, is. car body, but then it's got uh, the brushes and rollers from a car wash make up the headboard in the room and the walls look very industrial like you're in a car wash. Mm. Uh, do day. those do those work? Can you use those in tandem with whatever else you're doing in the bed? Asking for a friend. <laughs> yes. I'll take my answer off the air. Thank you. Oof. Um, <laughs> I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> 
Long time listener, first time weird question asker. <laughs> no, no, you're not. Yeah, you're right. Long time weird question asker. Uh, there's there's a there's a filling station, a shelf filling station room where you sleep in a very stretched out Herbie the Lug Bug <laughs> type uh, type Volkswagen. Uh, an early Route 66 room where you sleep under a tent in a very deserty looking location. Uh, there's one that looks like a mechanic shop. I mean, I think it looks really cool. I think they're cool. Yeah. I, this I, is I really... even better than sleeping in a cement pipe. <laughs> <laughs> but what is it really? Yeah. It, I mean, it, it looks really cool. It also occupies uh, the other half of the building is an auto museum that you can take a look at a collection of classic vintage and collector's cars and everything else related to automobiles. What's that the one that's delightful. like a little camping setup tent? That's the Route, uh, that's 66. Route 66. Yeah. 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 Apparently. Like old school Route 66. There's one. Oh, there's one that I would feel right at home in. I didn't I didn't see this one. It's a it's a scrapyard themed room. <laughs> and and the bed is a is a junked up car with the pieces all kind of ripped up and stuff, and the wall is painted with a mural of a of a junkyard with car parts that's piled up in the So mountain. great. It what? really does look like the place I work. Wow. <laughs> does it make you want to go sleep there? It does. You book yourself a room starting at, I think it said, like $120 a night. Oh, so. that's pretty cheap. In Stuttgart. Yeah. Which is a cool sure. town, I think, anyway. Mm, it is. It's a very German town, from what I understand. What was it being in it Germany? Being in and all? Germany, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. If you'd like to stay in a. Route 66 themed, uh, or, or in Jess's special car wash love nest. Uh, <laughs> I was like, what are you, what are you selling us, to people here? <laughs> head on over to key to the world travel.com and we'll hook you up. Um, we've got, we've got another story, uh, about, uh, Apparently, FastPass is coming to the TSA line at uh, MCO, or yes. I'm sorry, not FastPass, the Lightning Lane. It is like the Lightning Lane. You're right. Yeah, the TSA is testing out a program that will allow you to reserve a spot in line in security, but only at the Orlando International Airport. It's through Clear that you normally have to have a yearly membership mm-hmm. to be part of, but the their test pilot thing is free and only only at MCO right now. Mm-hmm. And it's a specific reservation time slot that you make. It's not like their regular clear lane there, which I absolutely love for MCO. You use it mm-hmm. all the time and you get through there real fast. But this is for people who don't have the regular clear subscription and you can make an actual time, time slot for going through security. And, I'm interested to see how this works. It seems weird to me. I'm, I'm, I'm interested, but I don't know. Like there's so many variables to how long it takes to return a car or get to the airport or whatever that you mm-hmm. wouldn't know your exact. Yeah, time thing. absolutely. I how guess big you is the really window? have to Do be they... a planner, a planner. And it I looks have... like 15 minute yeah. intervals. Ooh, that's it. It doesn't show it on this article, but I saw it on Rossin reports tonight on the national news. That's small. That's weird. It's, That's yeah. she said. it's interesting that they're picking Orlando International Airport to try it. MCO is a nightmare Yeah. during busy times. If you don't have TSA pre-check and clear, you're standing in line for a long time. 
And I never quite understand why that is. It's far less busy than other airports, but I don't understand what's happening there. I think because it's 100% tourists and amateurs that don't know how to airport. I think yeah. that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Just watching people in front of me in line there, it's always people that are nervous because they're dealing with TSA and they just don't quite know the routine. You got a lot of and families with seven kids, seven, four year olds with them. Yeah. 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 When you go through somewhere that's more business oriented, people know what they're doing. True. That's why I always so, say you so should you just put was... your kid on the, uh, on the conveyor belt. Just put them through the x-ray <laughs> machine. Run them through. You do always say that. I do. It's, it's <laughs> Even what I'm known it makes for. No sense in the context of what's happening. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, so this is free. You just ret- you you just you just <laughs> reserve the time slot that you wanted. Yeah, that's what. You, yeah, yeah. And so it's kind of. I mean, you don't have to have a clear membership. It's free. You used to go to the well, website and you. It's free now during yes, this pilot program. We'll pilot. see. And then if more pe- if people use it, which I hope they will, then they'll start expanding it to other airports. And then eventually, I'm sure they'll charge. For it. Yeah, you sign up and well, you get a QR code basically that lets you into it. And they're calling it the you're, fast you're, lane. Yes. <laughs> Um, I, I mean, I like that. I like that I can do that at, at the movie theater. Like we discussed when we were coming up with what we thought that the new fast passes might look like. I like the idea of being able to do that wherever, you know, let me, I, I can do that for the, for the secretary of state when I have to go renew my, my driver's license. Now, let me do that everywhere that I have to wait in line. Just tell me the available times and let me pick a time ahead of time instead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, That's fair. why I, it sounds like a good program. Let's let's do this everywhere in life. Oh, it looks like they the pilot did program test it is, out uh, at SeaTac earlier this year, and it worked out well there in Seattle. And this pilot program is available from only six thirty a.m. to one p.m. Oh, those your w- windows for good now. to know. And who wants to leave Orlando at six thirty in the morning? Yeah, I always fly <laughs> early in the morning because I don't want to. That's typically when I fly. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like to fly past noon ever. If I can help it. Well, yeah, there you I'm go. You home, could try I'm this the out. First flight out every time. You should try mm-hmm. this out in a couple of weeks, Dan. Yeah, that's that's sounds like a very nice thing for people that go in and out of Orlando a lot, like I do, mm-hmm. which is yeah. kind of the main airport I fly in and out of outside of Richmond. So that might be something I try. I'm here for it. Worth a shot. Eventually, one of us will do it, and we'll tell you all about it. Yeah, if we remember, or not. <laughs> <laughs> Can someone help me be a responsible adult and tell me I'm supposed to do this? <laughs> I need a travel agent. <laughs> well, um, speaking of reminders, um, a couple of weeks ago, I shared with you guys some glowing five-star reviews from fans. I thought maybe, maybe y'all could use a little... A little boost to the old ego. Yeah, so I absolutely. To share a couple Although, more. I don't know that Jeff Did you write needs these that. Too, Dan? <laughs> no, these are from his mom. Yeah. All right, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real pain having to sign up for a new email address and, and register with <laughs> iTunes every time I want to review my own podcast. Tell you what. So I want to share a couple more reviews with you. Uh, first one uh, from username Erica Flower. The headline is finally a fun Disney podcast. Yay. Wow. Yeah. Five stars. And Erica Flower says, I just found this podcast and is now something I can listen I can listen to for fun. And not just to keep up to date with park changes. The banter between the hosts feels like a fun conversation between friends. Can't wait for more episodes. 
That is because we are friends friends. who just have fun conversations and eventually get to the point of where we were headed. (laughs) Eventually. (laughs) There's There's a lot of... There's a lot of magic and, and, and cutting and pasting that goes magic. on behind the scenes here. Oh, <laughs> like anytime yeah. we say, Dan has to put in Donald Duck. <laughs> <laughs> I finally learned my lesson and put him on retainers. So That's why I say it more often now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hey, Donald. I, yeah. Yep. Um, uh, so th- then the other one, also coincidentally enough, a f- glowing five-star review. This is from username E. O'Keefe One. Oh. And the headline says, mm. my new favorite podcast. I love listening to this podcast in the car and on my daily walks. These folks are hilarious. And keep me up to date on travel and theme park news. Thanks so for true. The- Thanks for the laughs and updates, Gold Key Adventurer Society. You're welcome. You're so welcome. Yeah. So hopefully Thank that- you, E. <laughs> hopefully that uh that boosted your spirits and egos a little bit and just want to remind our we're moving on up from dozens i'd say we have at least scores of listeners these days that it is a huge help we have score of listener <laughs> pretty sure sc- scores is unquantifiable so we'll go with scores <laughs> i think score is 20 isn't it's it? 20 is jess it really? Oh, it is yeah. four, four score. score and- I'm a podcast host. Yeah. Don't listen to me. <laughs> well, anyway, for our scores of listeners that we've got now, um, uh, leaving a review and a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or whatever your favorite podcast platform uh, happens to be helps us out immensely. It helps other people see that we're a show that people like and that they should like also. So. We would really appreciate it if you could take a few minutes to, excuse me, to boot up the old Apple podcast, search for, uh, search for our show and leave us a nice little rating and review. And if you do, and you're nice enough to us, maybe we'll give you a shout out and read your review Mm -hmm. on the air. And if we get popular enough, maybe Richard Branson will hear our podcast and send me to space. Never to return. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if William Shatner gets to go to space, why can't I? Yeah. Why can't Williams the Shatner go? <laughs> as long as I get to go before George Takei, then I'm good, too. Yeah. Oh, 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 take that. Them's fighting words. <laughs> I got nothing against him. <laughs> I just want everybody to go but him because he keeps complaining about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, is mad that he didn't get to go. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, he's. I think he's more mad Shatner got to go than anything. Yeah, he's yeah. he's he's bitter that he's been playing second fiddle to old Bill Shatner. Well, you were an extremely minor character on a show forty five years ago. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> but he is rather delightful on the Twitter. He is. He is. I like George Takei, but he was. Mm-hmm. No one thinks of him immediately when they think Star Trek. That's true. That's true. That's true. Well, stick around because after the commercial break, we're talking about the best spots in Walt Disney World to sit and take in the magic. When it comes to planning your next adventure, knowledge and preparation are always key. That's why a call to your key to the world travel vacation planner should always be at the top of your to-do list when you feel the urge to venture forth and explore the world. Key to the World Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner, specializing in travel to Disney theme parks around the world, as well as Disney Cruise Line, Alani, and Adventures by Disney. 
with over 450 travel advisors who share a deep love for Disney destinations, Key to the World Travel has a wealth of knowledge and passion to help you experience all the magic with none of the work. Wherever your wanderlust is driving you, Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency with the expertise to get you where you want to go. So whether you're headed to Universal Studios, Hawaii, Europe, or somewhere a little farther off the beaten track, your first step should always be to visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a no-obligation quote. Their expert travel planners are standing by to help you with every detail of your perfect vacation. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com or at Key to the World Travel on Facebook. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Every once in a while, the thing you need to make your visit to Walt Disney World perfect is a little peace and quiet. After all, they call it a theme park for a reason, right? If you take a little time to sit down, relax, and enjoy the amazing, highly themed fantasy world around you, magic just comes alive. This week, we're going to share our list of the top 10 to 20-ish places to take a load off and soak in the magic of Walt Disney World. Is it bad if all of mine are not really places you can hang out at? No. I have a mix. Okay. Well, I guess only one of mine is... My, my, my anyway. places exist. It's just all very mm-hmm. idealistic. I have one that you can't. But carry on. Sorry. Finish your segue, Dan. <laughs> uh, I have no more segue. <laughs> I got distracted by the word soak and everything went off the rails. Mm. <laughs> what do they call it when somebody else jumps on the bed? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, we were just discussing that. Um <laughs> can't remember but yeah you get a friend to yeah uh so uh here's what we'll do Uh, (laughs) on my screen (laughs) it goes let's go jess heather dan jeff okay i suppose i should probably take note of these for future reference all right so this this is places that we would like to be able to to hang out and and soak in the magic correct that's that's yes whether whether Either either place that you really could, so that would be a great suggestion for somebody on their own vacation, or even if it's just some place that isn't regularly accessible to a guest, but you think would be an awesome place to be able to, yeah, take in some magic. I have no good suggestions, so that's that should be that should be no surprise <laughs> to anybody that's listened to the show. But uh, so my first mm-hmm. choice is going to be the underground laundromat at Magic Kingdom, so I can watch Gonzo <laughs> a chicken. <laughs> We're off. We're off to good. We're off to the races, as they say. <laughs> Sorry, it's magical. I don't know what to say. You blew. You blew that load awfully early. <laughs> That's what the chicken told Gunzo. <laughs> nice callback, though. I like it. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you uh, missed if you missed that reference. Make sure you listen to episode 108, uh, where we discussed the the timeless classic, The Muppets at Walt Disney World. I'll throw a link to that. Now my offensive jokes have footnotes. Sorry. I didn't, my list doesn't go in that direction. What's your first suggestion, Heather? The first thing on my list was um, sitting on the swings on the Poly Beach, on the Polynesian Beach, where you can look out across and at, at the Magic Kingdom, watch the boats. I like watching the boats. 
Dan, you could sit like there at night and watch the parade. Area around the poly. It's so pretty. I had the beach on my list specifically at night. Yes. Uh, when the when the electrical water I, is going I, by, I, I thought you would with like a it there. Whip from the pineapple mm-hmm. and I. Yeah. I've got some really good memories of doing that with my oldest son mm-hmm. uh, during a trip, and that's and that's you you can nice sit in the sand, or there are a few in the water. And... <laughs> oh, no, I hope not. <laughs> You no, that was shortly. Well, we won't get yeah. into it. You can sit on the sand, or there are a few spots where they have nice little swings that you could sit on a, a bench swing. It's so pretty there. Yeah, it is nice. Yeah, and they they pipe in the music so you can watch the fireworks at night. I just like watching the boats, and I like when they don't have them right now because of COVID. Thank you. But I like watching people out there in the little speed boats, the little mini one person speed boats. This, you always have the hot rod who almost flips the boat over and the, the folks who are clearly terrified because they've never been boating before. And it's it's good time. It's a good fun thing to watch. I like watching people out there in Speedos, too. Yeah. <laughs> not something you think about initially when you think about going to Walt Disney World because it's not something in the parks. But I love the the atmosphere at all of the resorts. Everyone is different. And just hanging out at the resort is always one of my favorite things to do. No matter which resort it is, except yep. maybe the All Stars. I've never stayed there, and I never will. So. <laughs> you don't want to hang out in there. No. Yeah, it's not that fun. <laughs> well, the first one on my list before Jeff takes it, Jeff <laughs> Williams, is at the bar at uh, Trader Sam's Grog Grotto, ah. specifically on one of the not on one of the stools that will go up and down, but next to a stool that will go up and <laughs> so down, you can so watch that I can the see that moment happen. <laughs> And just all of the special effects that go on in there with every single drink that gets ordered. And uh, that's that's its own kind of special magic. Very much. I don't know why they made that place so small. I love it in there. And I've only been able to actually sit in there two times. I yeah, love it. The rest out of the time the I'm out on the patio yeah. getting bitten by mosquitoes. Yeah, I hate that part of it. The mosquitoes always find me. But they have the little the guy, the Hawaiian singer with his ukulele mm. and... It's so pretty out there. The ukulele. I'm sorry. It's, <laughs> I don't have the official Polynesian pronunciation like someone who grew up in the islands. Ukulele. Thank you. <laughs> I have a similar vibed place that I like to uh, take a load off and sit is in the uh, Hollywood studios at Baseline Tap House. Mm-hmm. Good one. A little outdoor patio there. It's shaded, and there's usually a little cross breeze there, and there's some good people watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they have a great selection of beers and ciders and, and charcuterie. whatnot. But it just watching the people go by and the stuff you hear from dad's mouth as they scream at their <laughs> yes. children and whatever. It's just amazing. I will say, I, every time I go in there, the bartenders in there are amazing. Like, I mean, that's kind of usually the, the case at, at Disney bars and lounges but mm-hmm. the bartenders in there i've i've always had a really great experience with so i love that place i'm with you yeah even with a long line which can often happen in there they're they're efficient and quick but still patient enough to tell you you know answer questions about what if i like this kind of beer what do you have that's similar and that kind of thing and ask about ciders they're not just like come on order your thing but really always a really good selection of beers and ciders and whatnot in there and wine on tap, which I don't drink wine, but I was fascinated with the tap of wine. <laughs> Just like a Chuck E. Cheese. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> it's in the ball pit, right? I wish they had a ball pit at Baseline Tap Ooh. House. That would be amazing. Gross. <laughs> Sticky and covered in beer and wine and cider. Ew. <laughs> 
just like my honeymoon. Yeah. <laughs> just a Wednesday night at the Evans house. <laughs> We've learned so much about your your honeymoon. <laughs> Sounds like <laughs> over a wild years, eventful. <laughs> over the years, the 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 fan who pays close attention to the things just says there's a lot about what that time in your life was like uh what's next on your list jess um all right i'll go with something relatively real then this time uh just to to play along but uh you can't actually do it they won't let you back there but i just want to sit for a day and watch how they run the monsters inc laugh floor um back in the control oh, room. yeah that would be cool um i my family we absolutely have to do that show every time we go um and i've gotten picked multiple times to be in it and it's embarrassing and fun and i just want to know like i want to see like how they sit back there and pick the people and how they mm-hmm. off the cuff come up with these jokes and stuff um but yeah it's a lot of fun so i'd really love that of any show like yeah that. that's yeah, true anything elements and if you could see the control room part uh view yeah. from any ride like crush when whenever he's doing oh yeah his stuff yeah, yeah. i want to know how that works yeah me too i have two times been chosen wyatt and i both and i don't remember if we were sitting in the same spot so i don't know how they picked but to be the one that's supposed to stand up and dance yeah, and do, do that, that whole thing during monsters inc twice i've had that but I always want to be the other one's that, that guy. guy. I've never been that guy. Yeah. I want to be that guy. Mm-hmm. I thought you don't want to be. Don't be that guy. You get a sticker no, I that says that I was that guy, that guy at Monsters and Laugh Floor when they do that. Nice. I've got a confession to make. I've never actually seen that. Damn. <gasps> I should. I need to. Why are your kids on, would love that if you ever yeah, picked them you there? Can, you can text, yeah, but they you can text a joke like, before you go in. Mm-hmm. And if they use your joke, your kids mm-hmm. love it. No, they won't because they don't think i'm funny <laughs> well then you can well, prove to them that you are funny because they picked your joke no one yeah. thinks you're funny See? dan it's not There's, just oh. your kids oh poor dan <laughs> finally my kids will respect me if i'm, chosen to <laughs> there. Joke. I'm publicly <laughs> not funny now <laughs> yeah i've accomplished something with my life kids <laughs> Uh, Heather, what's Heather? What's next on your list? Next on my list is the patio outside Nomad Lounge mm-hmm. in the Animal Kingdom. I love that area back there. It's the Nomad Lounge is one of my favorite spots. And when it's not too hot, which is three months out of the year, <laughs> I like that week to, when yeah, it's not hot. That one week, I like to sit out there and just people watch. They have great drinks. And you can see out uh, as everybody's going into Pandora and when the line is stretching far for um, flight of passage, it will often come across that bridge and you can see it from right there. And it's just fun. It's a it's a good people watching spot. And if you're on the end down by the water there, you can see as those boat uh, mm-hmm. caravan things go by, whatever they call them, the, not caravan, with the characters on the little Cavalcade? Cavalcades. Cavalcade. There it is. The boat cavalcades go right by your patio seat there. Yeah, that's a good spot. Uh, my next spot, I would like to, it's somewhat slightly realistic, but you'll never get there kind of like just a spot. I would like to take a rocking chair up onto the balcony above Country Bear Hall mm, and yes. be able to look down and watch the 
the the very special kind of person who really truly deeply loves the country bears when they his name is Dan Leonard. <laughs> that's right. That's that's uh, him. People like me when they see one of the country bears up on that balcony and uh, interact with them for their little special moment. Uh, I watch that the joy that those silly big old bears. It would be cool if you could people. do a. A session as one of the characters and see oh. people's reactions. If um, if I could be a country bear. Wouldn't that be cool? If you could just oh. be up there being liver lips and watch how people yeah. react to you, that'd be so fun. <laughs> I'm moving the family down to Florida, Dan's leaving everything behind and getting yeah. a job as part-time as liver lips. <laughs> it's going to be the that'll, name that'll of Dan's biography, If I Could Be a Country Bear. <laughs> the story of Dan Hennett. Mine's I'm called sure. Up and Over. <laughs> Let's not <laughs> grab your ankles. The story of Jeff Williams. <laughs> well, we have one. We have anyway. <sighs> I'll find it later. Um... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, what's your next spot, Jeff? Uh, I love the whole um, Harambe area of animal kingdom where they have the music and the, the, all the entertainment and whatever. And that whole area of the theming there is just so killer and just copping a squat on that little patio there. That's the Dawa bar or whatever that the thing Dawa is. Bar, yeah. And uh, watching all that, you can see all the entertainment and the, they've got either the acrobatic people or the musicians there on the stage and people really get into it there. It's good street atmosphere going on there and the, Theming and all that is just killer right there. They just announced they're bringing the drummers back. So, yes, more to look at over there Mm -hmm. and listen to. And if the wind is just right, you can smell the poop from the safari. Ah, Ah, the perfect day. You're really selling it with your words. Also, I like that little. What's the. I guess it's in this, the Harambe, the little food court area they have back there. The Harambe Market. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's pretty cool back there, too. I've always wanted to have an evening event back there. Just rent the whole place Mm -hmm. out. Ooh, that'd be cool. Eat eat food from Mm -hmm. all the food trucks. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it would be not as hot (laughs) in the evening. You'd have to do it that one week of the year. Yes. One (laughs) week in January. Uh, that means it's back to Jess. Oh, back to me. Um, all right. So another uh, go fantastical. I like these ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, another off uh, off limits idea. I'd like to hang out in the uh, computer room of Spaceship Earth, mainly so yes. that I could get to know that foxy lady in the go go boots. In those oh, go go yeah. boots. In the <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. I break my neck on that ride every time, just craning to keep looking at her as yeah. I go by. So one of these She's days, she will be mine. Oh yes. She will be mine. She is. She's got a good look to her. And and just a couple on that one. I'll just I'll just do this as a two parter. If I can't do that, I'd like to sit on the boat with the Phoenicians so that every time a fanboy comes by and says, thank the Phoenicians, I would be like, shut the hell up. (laughs) (laughs) Get out of here. Stop talking during the ride. I love that ride. Yeah, me too. Well, mine. My next one is, is something that you can't do either, but it is physically possible. They just don't allow it. And I want to sit in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon mm-hmm. and just watch. Oh, I've been in there. You can. The... <laughs> the one you can out... drive it, too. The one out, you know, the replica that sits out there. It actually, you can climb aboard that thing. When we saw the um, yeah. the dedication of it, Chewbacca was in the 
mm-hmm. cockpit. I want to sit there and watch all the Star Wars fans doing all their crazy posing and stuff all day. Yeah. And also, it would just be cool to be able to get inside the Millennium Falcon. That's true. I mean, yeah, that that cool, the cool a, part in cool the ride is great, but... Why don't they have that as a photo op? I don't know. Yeah. That's the one I thing that you'd have to do. That's another that. thing you'd have to do on that one week out of the year because it'd be like dog in a hot car in there. Yeah. Yeah, that's you know, true. They, like in this, particularly in the Star Wars Town USA back there, they should have, even yes. if they were separate from the real Millennium Falcon, they should have photo ops that are like little sets where you yes. can yeah. get your photo pass picture taken in the cockpit of the, you know, like that view we always saw of. Oh, Han and yes. Chewie flying the thing. If you could get a picture taken like that, that'd be a cool I would photo. Pay extra for that. Oh, yeah, don't say they that. Could put that on my Shh, don't, Genie Plus. Don't let them pass. hear you. <laughs> don't Lightning. <say> that. <laughs> they won't do that in Galaxy's Edge because it it it's not pure enough to their theme. However, they have a giant facility in Disney Springs that used to have the NBA in it that they could <gasps> do a big pop up. Yes. Remember how they did the Mickey pop up at uh, Downtown Disney? Yeah. Disney, yeah, we did that. They could do. They could do that there and have Star Wars stuff there's as well. A, there's a business here. I can't remember the name of it, but it's just at the outlet mall here locally. But it is all, it's a selfie museum sort of thing. So they have all these set pieces where you go in there and you pay like whatever to get in. And it's all selfies. It's similar to that uh, idea of the Mickey pop-up. But if they could do all the themed pop-up things, TM. We have one of those here. Yes. I, I just discovered it when I went to the Michaels craft store the other day and it's right next door. And I was like, wait, <laughs> what is this? And my wife had to explain it to me. I'm, I, I guess it's a nationwide thing. It's crazy. Yeah, it's a chain. And I thought, well, when my son's girlfriend visits, he should take her over there because they would like that. But if you did a Disney themed all their IP version of that in that uh in that empty <laughs> NBA experience building, that would be cool. Yeah, that the, the yeah, one they had they, at downtown Disney yeah. was great. We did it before our ABD yeah. and that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm, I loved yeah. it. Yeah, there's some really cool shots that came out of there. They would make a mint doing totally. that. Yeah. And just yeah. each room be a different IP. Yeah. I had I had a similar location to Heather's. I want to find a spot where I can sit, where I can get a look at all of the people who come up the stairs past Docking Bay 7 and kind of make the little bit of a bend and see the Millennium Falcon for the first time. Oh, yeah. Because I want to that, watch all of those grown men openly weeping when they yes. see. That was mine, that. too. I have on my list, Overlook area at Star Wars Town USA. Mm-hmm. And it's that area where it's the photo op with the Millennium mm-hmm. Falcon behind you and Mm-hmm. The food court docking, whatever, Bay 7 there. But yeah, that when you can watch everybody down there clowning and falling in love with the thing, that is a great spot just to kind of cop a squat. There's a, like four tables there. You can sit and just watch everybody be in awe of it. I mean, I know what, what my feelings were when I first got my first look at the whole ship, and I'm I would like to see that magical moment for other people. That's sort of this. Now this is not at Disney world, but a spot that's great to watch is when people walk into Diagon alley at uh, universal Mm -hmm. studios for the first time. If you just sit by that entrance and watch people as they round the corner, like what is it's everybody has the same face the first time. Like, wow. (laughs) Yeah. It's amazing. Back to Disney world, Jeff, it's your turn. Okay, so I have a fantastical one that you can't do, but I would love to, if I could cop a squat or sit in a control room or whatever and see 
all of the people at when they get to the top of Everest where the track ends and you could watch <laughs> yes. all of the people as they realize like what in the world's mm-hmm. happening and they're about to go backwards. I think that would be the coolest vantage point to just see all the cars come up there and see that track ending and know they're about to either run off the track or <laughs> uh oh, we're going backwards. I'm sure you could sit where everybody throws their hair ties. You just put a little chair yeah, over there. Yeah, sit yeah. on that rock. Yeah. Just climb out. Yeah, and I'd sit give on that him a rock. target and be like ring toss. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. I think we all know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's been a good your 10 your finger, right? You met your parts. finger. Yeah, yeah. Talking about his bulbous <laughs> toe. They'd, Come on, they'd uh-huh. need a hula hoop. <laughs> 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 okay, Girth Brooks. <laughs> Yes, please save me from this hell. <laughs> oh boy. Well, it's it's funny that you say that because my next choice. No, I, I'll save mm. this one for the end. Actually, um, I I would like to. Um, I absolutely love the Mexico Pavilion, um, mm-hmm. in Epcot. Um, and it's fantastical. I I would love to be able to sit like up on the little porches, on the little like railing areas that they have that aren't really porches and railing oh, yeah. areas. Uh, I just love the fake night in that area, and I yeah. really love it as like mm-hmm. a a break from you know the heat and the sun and all that stuff. So, and you know if they won't let me up on those little areas, then they just put me behind the bar at La Cava. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. With, yeah, there's all those little like yeah little stairways that go up to a little yeah just look like really cute little areas to sit there. and relax. And there's not a lot of places to sit and relax in the Mexico Pavilion. Um, so I would do that. No, not really. I wish there were more. That That would be a great spot for a private party, too, if you could rent out all of that. You could rent it all out and, like, have them, like, move a lot of the the shop carts so you'd have, like, a big open Mm -hmm. space. That would be great. I'm a sucker for any time, and they do it so well, anytime you go into a building and all of a sudden... It looks like outdoor. You're outdoors at night. Yeah, me too. God, that just gets me every time. It's like, it's not even that magical. It's so magical. It it is magical. Yeah, I love it. I love the Germany uh, beer garden... I love that in there, and I love the uh, Blue Bayou. Blue Bayou. Yeah. Sci-fi dine-in. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, that was Ooh. spectacular. Yeah, that is yeah. so good. I wish they would show different clips and the food yeah, were a little better. Yeah. Like, let's, that would be great. let's put in some new clips. Yeah. But, yeah. I haven't actually been there in a long, long time. I, I do like it. about year and a half ago and it was the same clips that were That's there true. when I was there it's in 2015. The so, yep. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we were same there that ones. same trip in 2019, February. Yeah. Ah, oh, February of 2019. A <laughs> yeah, those were, the, those were such <laughs> innocent times <laughs> yeah. when two young boys were frolicking around the Magic Kingdom oh, with magic, oh, matching with Haunted no Mansion mess. fanny packs. And yes. that frolic didn't actually happen, but we did have Magic Kingdom. I frolic everywhere. Anyway. And neither of you were young boys. <laughs> True. <laughs> I haven't been able to be, call myself that in quite some time. Since uh, you had your own young boy. Yeah. About then. Heather, what's next on your list? My, next on my list is Morocco in Epcot. Mm. And there's a bunch of great spots there. Uh, Spice Road Table is a wonderful spot to just sit and take in the atmosphere. But then around the corner from it, it's um, where... Jasmine and, and Aladdin used to have a little meet and greet. It's a mm-hmm. shady area. There's tables and you can sit there, especially during food and wine and watch all the drunks walking past. It's not too hot. I love food and wine yeah. drunk people watching. I do too. 
or even just in that little pavilion, uh, little like um, not pavilion, but little paved um, courtyard in in Morocco that they just actually yeah. just redid it and repainted the fountain and everything. Yeah, now I'm glad that's opened back up for a while. It was pretty depressing. Yes. They've got to do something with the restaurant in there, though. I know. I miss the restaurant. It was so good. Can't you just go in there and sit now? Yeah. Yeah. It's a big, empty <sighs> restaurant with, like, it's their sad. crappy outdoor table sitting in there yeah. like, and air conditioning blowing. It's sad. That's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that whole area. And if you haven't tried Spice Road Table, give it a go. It's great. They have an, an open-air part, and they have an air-conditioned part. And the food is fantastic. Even since Disney took over, um, the food is great. Yeah, really good. Mm-hmm. And there's always a nice breeze, even yeah. when it's a million degrees out. There's a good breeze coming and off the shady. water through there. Yeah. Well, I'd like to, and Disney won't let me do this either for a couple of reasons. <laughs> uh, one of them being because I would need some night vision goggles. Uh, and that might be off-putting to some guests. I'd like to sit in a <laughs> I'd like to sit in in uh, the like first gathering area of Enchanted Tales with Belle next to the mirror facing where the crowd gathers so that I can mm-hmm, watch mm-hmm. people when they see what that freaking mirror mirror they get does. gobsmacked at what yeah. happens there. Yeah, I mean, it's just the most amazing piece of wizardry ever. And to see people's reaction to that would be pretty phenomenal i also want to just a full-on lights on here's how we do this exactly yeah tour i just have a great image in my head of trying to shoo my child away from the weird man standing at a mirror with night vision goggles staring at him (laughs) (laughs) um, can we get a cast member over here please (laughs) enchanted tales with I didn't say that it was a feasible. No, it's definitely not. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely got uh, Silence of the Lambs vibes to it. (laughs) He walks through the magic mirror. (laughs) Uh, Jeff, what's your next spot? Well, you took my one. So uh, (laughs) I tell you what I do like, and I always have to go there for a little bit. And, uh, just watch a few rounds of this, but when you come out of either when you come out of Big Thunder Mountain or if you go around to the right of it where the path dead ends there and you've got a great used to be a Kodak photo spot of the thing. I love just to sit there and watch that. Uh, watch the trains go by and people all yeah, as they come down and around. Yeah. It's just I always take pictures. I have a thousand pictures from that same vantage point. <clears throat> but I love just to watch it and see everybody just so happy and screaming and hands up and they're going 12 miles an hour and they're all just <laughs> as thrilled as if they're going 100 miles an hour. It's a great spot just to watch everybody having fun and the sounds back there are great. It's got the got the music going of that whole Frontierland area and then you hear the ah, as it goes by. I love it. It's just joy by the cartload going by your face. That, is that the spot where it goes past not, not the geyser, but the little like thermal water? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That little dock area down there is awesome too. Back when I used to be a... Like where you get on the it's like the boat over to the island? No, like it's... Oh yeah, I guess that... No, it's it used to be a smoking area right there. Yes. It's just, uh, then and they made it like a mass you, relaxation exit, station. You had to walk past oh, all the smokers. Yeah. yeah. But now it's just like. I don't think I've ever gone down there, actually. Yeah, it's got some like rocking chairs and places to sit. It's nice. 
Is it my turn? Yeah, it's just a turn. All right. Well, I got one it more. My last one. The place where I would love to sit and watch the magic would be on Josh Tomorrow's lap. <laughs> and, and mainly so that I could see what pops up. Mainly, same, so I could, mainly so that I could ask him to tell me about all the amazing things he's going to do when he ousts Bobby Paycheck. Yes. Yeah. But that's a great idea. But in, in reality, though, like it's not really a place, but to hang out with him at the parks would, I think, be a pretty amazing thing because he's somebody that seems committed to what we all sort of enjoy about Disney. Um, and sort of the, their ethos, not forgetting the creativity and the fact that it's supposed to be magical and entertaining and not just about numbers. Or he's the guy in charge of parks and resorts. who's letting all this crap happen, but because Mm -hmm. he's charming and good looking, we blame Bob paycheck. Uh He's the mastermind. It's yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's in charge. He's, he's the, he's the corporate tool. You know, he's hip and he's cute and he's charming. He's very nice. He doesn't look like a big toe. No, he doesn't. (laughs) And he smiles instead of walking through the parks with that grouchy look on his face. Mm -hmm. And he does seem to. I do think he cares a lot about the parks and the guests, especially. And the cast cast members. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, definitely the cast members. We saw that the first time we met him, he was at riviera to talk to the cast and interact mm-hmm. with them and it was really and of course we came up there all tomorrow <laughs> we fanboyed and fangirled about him and then we realized did. we didn't get a selfie with him so uh, we went back and then he was you know talking to cast and, and congratulating so them yeah. or whatever on a it was right when riviera was brand new so mm-hmm. we did not we didn't interrupt yeah, that. Selfie that night. Again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, we didn't. We did. We saw the, what, that he was talking to the cast members. And so we left. Yeah. He was firing someone. So we <laughs> let him have that magical moment. But then we got lucky and got to meet him again. And we did not forget our selfie that time. That is right. Josh. <laughs> well, my last one is um, pretty simple. And it's one that a lot of people have probably done. And it's, um, at Cinderella Castle, when the stage is not, when that exit and entrance through the castle walkthrough is not closed off because of a show, just standing up there, especially at night, and you have that view right down Main Street. I love just standing up there and, and taking it all in, watching everything going on on Main Street, and you can see all of the hub and off to the spokes of the hub. It's just a great great spot yeah, i wish you, you had a chair to sit up there if you're at that archway going through the castle if you look in either direction it's magical mm-hmm. looking down main street is awesome yeah. but also just turning around and looking at seeing the carousel mm, turning definitely. and it's such a great great spot and then they always have some stupid show there where you can't get up there <laughs> yep so one of the things i love about the castle at disneyland paris is you can actually go up inside that castle and outside onto a balcony overlooking mm-hmm. Fantasyland, and it's so cool standing up there. And everyone looks like a giant. Yeah, it kills the forced <laughs> perspective a little bit, yeah. but but it's still magical. Um, for my last spot, it's almost kind of like trying to reclaim a moment in time that uh, that I really love remembering. Um, uh, so it would have been we were down there five years ago because it was the forty fifth, and the mm-hmm. last night of our trip. 
I decided to let my oldest, who was four at the time, stay up, and we closed down Magic Kingdom. So it's like, and they were open very late back then, um, and we we uh. got we got stuck in between Pinocchio Village. Pinocchio Village House and the carousel during the late showing of wishes. And so we could, we were sitting there watching the fireworks go off from either side of us um, between the castle and the main lodging spot. But then after that, before the park, before the park uh, closed, um, yeah, closing must have been later than it wasn't immediately after the fireworks because the last thing we did was we rode, we rode the carousel and just, being on that carousel horse with him at the end of that night, at the end of that trip. Wow, cool, yeah. Just mm-hmm. a very magical moment with with the lights. And everything's better at night with the lights on at Walt Disney World. And and uh, if I could sit in that moment for a whole day, that'd be pretty. damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm shooting for. That'd be pretty damn magical. So that's what yeah. I want. I'm often not there at night. I usually do my day touring and then at night I go dinner or bar or whatever after or swimming or whatever thing. And I don't experience the parks at night enough. And Magic Kingdom at night is just magical. And back in the olden times when you could be there after the most of the crowds left and it was just the hardcore folks, that was awesome. My son and I did that one time. They were open till midnight. Carrie went to sleep. We went, we were like, let's go back to the park. They're open till midnight or whatever it was. And went back, he was older. So it wasn't as magical as a four-year-old, but uh, we on our way out hit every single photo pass person because we had the APs and they were free. Uh We just stopped at every single one of them and got pictures. And it's a funny sequence now because we have ourselves in the same pose at every single spot on the way out of the park there. My last one was similar. It's just any park bench at the hub or over by the, um, the turnaround thing by the fire house and the train station and all that and just watching everybody leave at night when everybody's tired and they're mm-hmm. happy and they've crying from fireworks or whatever that's just the best spot yeah that end of main street usa just mm-hmm. unless you're that, that weird dj USA. they got to close down the park for like <laughs> one night when one. everybody hated him one night <laughs> grand opening grand closing <laughs> i'm shocked that it took us this long to talk about that guy <laughs> He he popped up like right at the right time where he was in between recording sessions and we didn't he wasn't timely anymore. It was one of those like, hey everybody ready? Pa- oh no, nope, oh, okay. Bye. All right, I'm gonna go over here. Oh, I'll pack my stuff up and go. <laughs> Get off the everybody stage. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're trying to hear the gay nineties music and not, not what you're playing. Yeah. The eighteen nineties. But yeah, yeah, at at the very end of the night. Main Street USA when there's nobody there to get in the way of the lit up facades and and all those popcorn lights and everything that is and that is popcorn pretty, yeah can't complain about that but I think that's a pretty good list I think if you spent a trip doing just hitting those spots you'd, you'd be pretty happy when you went home uh, how about if you've got a uh, particular spot around Walt Disney World that you think would be extra magical to sit down for a little while and, and 
watch the crowds and take in the magic, let us know. Drop us a line. Uh, you can leave a comment on our website, or uh, you can you can tweet at us. We're at GKAS Podcast or any of our other socials. Let us know what you think. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us again this week. If you're excited to sit back, relax, and soak up the magic of Walt Disney World, Key to the World Travel has an extra long bench on Main Street USA full of hundreds of expert travel planners ready to make your vacation dreams a reality. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com to get started with a no-obligation quote. Don't forget to catch up with our friend, the Theme Park Professor, for all the latest theme park news and tips at www.themeparkprofessor.com. Word of mouth is the best way to help us grow our show. If you have a friend or two who you think would appreciate our special brand of globetrotting jackassery, tell them what makes our show so great and send them our way. You can find links to subscribe to the show on your favorite apps and all the latest updates at www.goldkeyadventures.com. We can't wait to hang out with you again next week. We'll see you real soon. Thrills VA Cafe is no one's favorite magical spot. Oh. Dare you. <laughs> see you later. You know, the most, the best place to watch the magic happen isn't actually at Walt Disney World. It's sitting outside of a table on a sunny day in California at Flo's V8 Cafe while you watch Jeff berate the chef. (laughs) Ah, the magic. I wouldn't go bragging about that. To ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the Gold Key Adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song, Hoka Hey, for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventure Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.